Coming up after 8.30 this morning, Jimmy Barnes, looking forward to this. Barnesy. Velo Adelaide 500. Saturday night is the night that he'll be playing. Um, Got a new album out too that we're going to be asking him about. Christmas. He's didn't finally s- done a Christmas album. I did not see that one coming. You didn't see that coming? Jimmy Barnes. The man 30 years ago staggering around the Largs Pier. A bottle of Smirnoff in his hand. It's just quite extraordinary. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we've been uh, telling the stories of people, business owners, residents and others in the Riverland and the lead up to uh, the peaks that are expected in the coming weeks. We're getting awfully close to it, actually. If you look at the uh, the Riverland, um, the River S.A. Murray f- uh, flow report right now, as I look at it, the first spot that uh, water gets measured at is at Lock 6. Renmark immediately follows it. Uh, the expected timing of the first peak... And the time, but the language is all askew now that we've got two. We shouldn't call them peaks, but the the, the first significant high water wise will be 175 gigalitres a day coming across the border. That will hit Renmark between the fourth and the twelfth of December, so possibly as early as next week. And then it follows at weekly intervals down the river as you go to Berry, uh, 10th to 17th, Loxton, 11th to 18th, uh, Overland Corner uh, where the pub is, 13th to 19th. Uh, Wakery, 17th to the 24th, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, Alison is an SES volunteer in Glossop who's had uh, four stints now volunteering in the Riverland. Alison, good morning to you. Good morning. So, Alison, we love the SES, and doesn't matter if it's the clean-up the other weekend after the storms and obviously the, the flood crisis that's now facing so many communities along the river. What does a day in the life of an SES volunteer currently look like? Um. Well, for me, I'm based in Adelaide, so I guess um, it could be it could range from the pager going off and you race out the door to, like you said, something in the storm event, or it could be called out to an all-day land search or asked to come up here to the Riverland to assist uh, with sandbagging or in the incident management team or logistics. So it's quite variable. So your four stints in the Riverland, have, you all, have they been in the one spot or have you moved around? Uh, I've had... One, I started at Blanchetown and then went to Loxton, then another two in Loxton, and this one at Glossop. Is there, are you guys, SES-wise, comfortable with the sort of the state of readiness there? Does it feel like there's a lot more that needs to be done, or is it uh, is it pretty good? I think you get a mixture of people. Some people are sort of... Uh, every, every, every single situation is going to be different. You've got people that have been through floods before and probably have a bit more knowledge of what they need to do. You've got people newer to the area that may be a bit more scared. Um, so, yeah, every single situation is different. So that's why it's good we've got the sandbagging locations we have at the moment. Each um, member of the public that comes through, we speak to them and speak about their situation and um, give them the advice they need to um, help them with their individual situation. And also, Alison, how does it work with your job? Because you, I, I presume you've got a regular job in, in town. How, how does it work in terms of getting time off in that? Uh, my workplace is very kind in giving me time to come and volunteer. They are very kind to do that. That's amazing. Hey. So, you, you, I mean, you know, all this stuff, I mean, the volunteers get, get so much of, of the credit and rightly so, but we should also thank the employers who fit in with it and know that, you know, part of the, the greater good for the community. Uh, I think that's correct. It's, uh, the workplaces generally are very nice and understand that there is a quite serious situation up here at the Riverland at the moment. Um, it'd be unusual that I'd be away like four times over the last sort of six to eight weeks. Um, but they are very understanding that, yeah, the situation is quite serious here and, and all volunteer help is, is 
all volunteers on deck, really. So and pres- now we can get the help with good. Presumably you're on standby then for the next month. Do you do you sort of know where you'd likely be tasked to go to um, over the course of the, the, the expected first hit of water in the first week of December and then at the start of January the 2nd? Not really because, I mean, we might get a small roster, some people that are regular sort of volunteers, but um, generally um, we have to react to where the greatest need is, like you were seeing the other weekend was the storm. Um, we had to react to that quite quickly um, and engage uh, people to do that, like uh, the dam that was going to um, uh, break down and we had to pull resources to that area. So uh, we don't always get a lot of notice, but I guess that's, that's the reality of an emergency it's a situation that comes up really quickly and we have to um, adapt to the situation and that's what we get very good at doing with the SES. Well good on you Alison and good on all the SES volunteers and as I said too all the all the, the businesses around town that understand the importance of the work that you do hopefully you don't have too crazy a December it sounds like you will be out there helping along with hundreds of other SES volunteers so thanks for sharing your story this morning Alison. No worries at all. Thank you for having me. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.